Good morning and welcome to Saga Talk on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Saugatuck on Sunday is being brought to you this morning by It Is What It Is, Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, and the Interurban. And now, your host of Saugatuck on Sunday, it's Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. to do that at the end you're listening to saga tuck on sunday this is gregory hope you like our new little intro music we got a little holiday twist to it i want to say good morning to everybody here listening on 92.7 the band we do this every sunday high above land sharks here in beautiful downtown saga tuck i'm gregory muncie waking up with you as we watch the sun hopefully the sun not too many raindrops come over the hill here on butler street i'd like to thank our sponsors of course and we've got to do that we've got to thank the people that make this happen the interurban your go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Sagatuck douglas area for only a dollar give them a call at 269-857-1418 also back to the fuchsia flower shop original and creative design for any occasion gene and i are busy already making holiday arrangements and uh, our church arrangements made a beautiful arrangement for the douglas ucc they'll have in their on their altar uh and uh, betsy york uh, if you remember she's been on the show before uh she paid for that and uh we like to do uh beautiful and huge arrangements there you can give us a call there at 269-857-2963 of course, you can go to backtothefuchsia.net. That's backtothefuchsia, spelled F-U-C-H-S-I-A dot net. Also, find out how much your home is worth and find your dream home with Laura Durham there at Mill Pond Realty. She is Sagatuck's homegrown, nationally recognized realtor with over 40 years of experience. She knows what she's doing. Give her a call at 269 857 1477. Of course, you can visit their website at millpondrealty.com. Finally, we'd like to welcome our new sponsor, It Is What It Is. Truly unique, one of a kind gifts, home decor, best selling authors, uh, fabulous finds of all occasions, located at 318 Butler Street. And uh, I promised uh, Patty that I'd let everybody know it's the best little shop in the coolest little town open year round. Go to their website at shopwhatitis.com or call 269-857-8100. They do have a few things on their website, but it's much more fun to to meander yourself around their store. They've got so many neat things and fun gift ideas. 
I'd also like to thank our producer over there, Adam. And he's at the uh, st- uh, studio right now, tuning everything up for us, making sure we get through to you. And let you know that podcasts are now available online at 927thevan.com. So you can listen anytime. You can also visit our Facebook page at Saga Tuck on Sunday. I try to keep up with postings, let you know who's going to be on the show. And you ever have any suggestions or something you'd like to hear on the air, Give us a little message. Send us a message on Facebook. This morning, we've got a lot to talk about. It's just after 7 a.m. right now. It's a cool 39 degrees, kind of mild for this time of year. Expect today's high to reach around 44 with a little rain in the forecast, but don't let that stop you from taking a day trip into our towns. The roads are clear of snow. That's a good thing. And enjoy our Christmas lights. It's just absolutely beautiful out there right now. And our decorated shop windows. And, of course, you could always warm up with holiday spirits at our pubs and eateries. This morning, we have a lot to talk about. Like I told you, we've got a great show ahead of you. It's the show of mayors. All the mayors are in the house. I'll introduce my guest host in a minute here, Jerry Donovan. He's the Douglas mayor and professional comedian. Also, Garnet Lewis. She's a previous Saugatuck mayor and current council member. She's also one of the owners of Isabel's. Isabel's is open again. So we're going to find out about that. We'll also have Scott Dean. He's the current mayor of Saugatuck. And he also works for Eagle. That's the Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes, and Energy. We'll find out what that job entails and what he does for them. We'll also talk to Daniel DeFranco. I had to have, I had to make it a, a, a truple, if you will, by inviting Daniel, our Saugatuck Township Manager. He's been on the show a few times, and he's going to get us caught up with everything going on in the township. So you've tuned into the right place to find out everything going on here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Before I go any further... Before I go any further, get that disco ball, drop that disco ball, and watch Jerry work the runway. Jerry Donovan, everybody. Wow, those are great dance moves. I, you would expect no less. Yeah, no, I, it was exactly what I expected. Spark shooting from the heels. <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome to the show, Jerry. Thanks for coming on. Well, and thanks be- for having me. Being my co-host, um, uh, I had one of our fans out there uh, scream and beg for you to be my co-host again, because apparently some people like you. Well, first and foremost, the question is, is trouble really a word? Trouble? If not, it's your word. Is that, well, you're right. You know. Trouble. Trouble. Trouble is a couple where there's three involved. I thought that was a thruple. Oh, thruple. Oh, okay. Well, oh, well, you're more versed in but that. But we should then. probably avoid all that. Well, Stay with trouble. Okay. All there's right. trouble with trouble. <laughs> I thought that sounded better. Um, how was your week, Jerry? Welcome, welcome. And, and uh, uh, it's been quite a week of fun and festivities here in town. It was a pleasure to see your wife, Sarah Donovan, help out at the annual pie giveaway there at Mill Pond Realty, where uh, Laura gives out hundreds of pies and collects donations, uh, food donations, um, and, uh, and had all the hors d'oeuvres, and she served wine and things like that, and... Those pies are so big, I'll be eating it in spring. I'm still eating it. I've got I mean, one right up. Yeah. It's amazing how huge they are. Yeah. But yeah, yeah wonderful event. Yeah, wonderful event. And uh, it was nice to see Sarah. She looked really nice. And, um, and of course, we had our annual tree lighting ceremony here in Saugatuck the following day, uh, Friday, 
which was a great event. Actually turned out to be a great event. Wonderful. I'm of sorry co- I couldn't make it. Of course, Laura and Melanie were there handing out cookies and hot chocolate. And, uh, and we had the countdown and, uh, at the uh, Wicks Park Gazebo with the annual tree lighting. Um, a fun event. We had a Santa Claus uh, visiting with everybody. He was there. And, uh, and then we had the tree lighting countdown at 6 o'clock. And uh, uh, Scott Dean, the mayor, uh, they had asked me uh, impromptu to, um, to uh, MC, which I wasn't prepared because otherwise I would have worn my Christmas suit. But I will be wearing that for the annual Christmas parade coming up. Can't uh, wait. Yeah. Um, and uh, we had the countdown. It, uh, the uh, star on the hill, the, there, the big star on Mount Baldhead, mm-hmm. uh, lit in tandem with the tree lighting. And everything lit up, went without a hitch. So That's great. Yeah, I was surprised that we didn't have a PA system. So Scott Dean and I had to yell acapella. out to the crowd. Yeah, acapella, right. And uh, I got to tell you, um, uh, Scott's got a set of pipes on him. Is that right? He, uh, well, I didn't know he could get that loud. I, I, I'm thinking, wow, I thought I was loud. Well, he may need him now that he's mayor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we'll have, we'll have Scott Dean on later. Um, uh, and, then, um, and then you guys had, in Douglas, you had your uh, tree light. You had a lot going on there yesterday, actually. We had a actually. lot going on, man. Tell me a little and bit was, what was going on in Douglas. Uh, well, we had a small business Saturday. That's right. And then uh, we had Mingle with Chris Kringle. And what, and what was that? We talked about that a little bit, and, and I saw the details. What, we had a Chris that? Kringle all dressed in his, in his red Christmas suit, just kind of wandering and socializing and... Engaging with the uh, the town folk. Now, Chris Kringle, isn't that Santa Claus? Well, it's a version of. This is a younger, snappier version of. And then we did have Santa Claus himself come uh, last night uh, for our tree lighting. Oh, so okay. we had all bases covered. But town was buzzing. It was a great time. Um, kicked off at 6 p.m. We did our holiday lighting, uh, uh-huh. if you will. Yeah. And uh, I do want to tell people that we've done an... Uh, We've decorated Wade's Bayou in a fantastic lighting uh, scene, yeah. if you will. So it's really worth, you know, take center east till it ends. And it's it's just a really cool thing to, to drive through and see and get out and walk. So uh, we had that going on. But last night, no, it was it was packed. We had uh, Cabri from State Farm. She had her tent, was giving out cookies and uh, hot chocolate. So uh-huh. that was great. Uh-huh. Uh, and it just went off fine, man. But we were... Between last year and this year, I think we had three times the amount of people we had last year. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. There were a lot of people in both these towns oh, yeah. uh, yesterday. In fact, uh, the shopkeepers, I stopped in at It Is What It Is, and okay. uh, that's where uh, they had the book signing there. Uh, Gary Edwards was the, is the publicist for Viola Shipman. Um, uh, the writer, okay. uh, Wade Rouse, actually writes under the pen name of his grandmother, Viola, Viola Shipman. Okay. He's a best-selling New York Times best-selling author. And um, he had a book signing over at It Is What It Is yesterday. And I popped in there, and Patty said it was a blowout of a day for them. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, went and watched the Michigan-Ohio State game for a while and then wandered the town, and it was just Town was a buzz. Who ended up winning the Michigan well, Ohio State? Sir, please. Michigan won. Oh, okay. Throttled Ohio State. 45 23. Ooh. Nobody saw it coming. It was oh. Really tight at halftime. And Michigan had what may be uh, conceived as the best half of football they have ever played, which covers a lot of ground. Now, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some Bo Schembechler fans out there that will correct me, but we're going to take it and run with it. So, I met Bo Schembechler. 
Did you? Yeah. He got his honorary degree at the U of M the same year that my sister graduated. He was at the ceremony when my sister graduated. I think it was around 2000. He was a legend. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it was – town was just – it was so wonderful to see. The weather couldn't have been better and uh, just something going on up and down. Mm -hmm. So. Very, very good. Um, uh, what can you tell us about Douglas? What's going on in Douglas, Mr. Mayor? Well, it, uh, it's eerily quiet. I think, do you know? Yeah. We're getting geared up uh, for projects we're going to have coming up in the spring. Still uh-huh. deciding, you know, what, when, where, and how. Uh-huh. And, uh, of course, who's going to pay. Yeah. Um, but that's where we're at about right now, just kind of planning for 23. Yeah, I was driving through town the other day, and I saw you and new council member Randy Walker out there working with the DPW. To, uh, that's right. Uh, you were working on the lights, getting all the lights. And, and I could tell you had your hands full with uh, uh, projects there. It was good to see you guys hands-on uh, oh, yeah. uh, in, in yeah. uh, community uh, things. Absolutely. So. And DPW did a great job getting everything set up, coordinating with the company that uh, does the trees and the lights and everything. So mm-hmm. that went off smoothly. Uh, but, yes, we do have uh, new council members, as does Saugatuck. Uh-huh. Randy Walker of Lakeshore Pet Boutique. Yeah, we love Randy. We've had her on the show before. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, – John O'Malley. Oh, of course. Everybody loves John. Who doesn't love John? He's our Miller Lite guy. Absolutely. We see him at all of our events getting the beer tent ready. Uh, Phil Tapper, who was an incumbent, and, of course, Mr. Neil Siebert. Yeah, he was incumbent too, right? He has a hand in everything. Yeah. Neil, Neil is really one hard-working dude. He's done a great job with the gardening uh, uh, project there in downtown Douglas Absolutely. So to help beautify the town. So, so And then uh, I was uh, re-elected mayor. Oh, really? I was. They're giving you another chance. You know, nobody else is dumb enough to take it. That's what it boils down to. (laughs) And then Kathy North is mayor pro tem. Okay. So we're just marching along and trying to keep the ball rolling. Very, very good. Well, you'll get the opportunity to ask, uh, you know, Scott Dean some questions when he comes on the show. He was just inducted in mayor. I was just sworn in last Wednesday. Congratulations. Why, thank you, thank you. Um, and uh, we'll be serving uh, the next two years. Looking forward to it. Also looking forward to taking some classes and learning a lot about what I'll be doing. I'll be, I've signed up for the MML uh, class, an ML, MML class. I'm going to ask Garnet a little bit more about that. For those um, keeping score at home, that's Michigan Municipal League. Correct. And uh, so I guess our first meeting is at Lansing on the 30th. Okay. So that's this Wednesday. So I'll be driving up to Lansing, and uh, is that new, uh, new sworn in people introduction, if you will? I think so. I don't know, but I believe Garnett signed up for it, so okay. it's all new to me. So, okay. um, so I will be finding out more about it. I'm sure Ryan uh, Heiss will. Um, he's the right. one that's coordinating it, so I'm sure. He'll give me a little bit of a lowdown this week as well. I'll have my first uh, uh, council meeting this Monday. So we had our workshop last Wednesday. How'd that go? That's when we were all sworn in. Very good. Good. Very good. I think uh, we'll be a good team, and I think we'll work well together. So looking forward to it. Well, we'll do what we can. Yeah, yeah. You know, we always do. Absolutely. Unity in the community. Unity in the community. Um, and, uh, and I, you know, it's great to work together as well. Um, I look forward to uh, uh, visiting all of our municipalities as I'm working for, uh, for the folks here in the city of Saugatuck. Because um, I like to be more informed of what's going on in the township. I like to be informed at Douglas. So you'll be seeing me at Douglas meetings and township meetings in the next couple of years as well. So 
So you're always welcome. Of course. Participation is encouraged. I love Douglas. There's always so much to do in Douglas. You know, the Oxbow, you know, they bought that old church. It used to be the Douglas Library. Right. You know that. Correct. Because you guys sold it to them. Correct. Well, well leased it. we leased it to them. You leased it to them. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, they've got uh, – we're all eager to experience the Oxbow House. And, uh, you know, we love seeing all the art and all the great things they do. And But – Right now, what's going on in that little uh, church, used to be the library, at 137 Center Street, if you didn't know, it's uh, the launch of the Winter Market. It'll feature the work of regional and national artists. The market opened on Saturday. Yes, it did. Uh, November 26. It's available to the public Thursdays through Saturdays. That's 11 to 6 p.m. until December 17th. And so you're going to find one-of-a-kind great things for people on your list that have everything and love art. Um, available are one-of-a-kind objects. They've got glass, ceramics, artesian-made jewelry. They also have gift wrapping. So it's your one-stop holiday shopping. They were packed yesterday. Were they? they I really bet. were. More I, cars there than I've seen in quite a while. I bet they were. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go check that out. That Again, uh, uh, Thursdays through Saturdays, 11 to 6 p.m. until December 17th. So that's in Douglas. Lots of fun things in Douglas, always. Absolutely. Um, coming back, uh, you know, uh, going a little north a little bit, this Tuesday um, in Holland, and I know uh, 92.7 The Van, they'll, they'll be in the parade as well, as Santa Claus arrives at downtown holiday uh downtown holland rather during the annual parade of lights escorted by over 75 floats trucks antique cars you know holland's a big city so you know they put on a big parade they've got walkers they've got marching bands they're all decked out from top to bottom and thousands of sparkling lights the brightly lit holiday procession on Tuesday. That's this Tuesday, November 29th. It's fun for the entire family. It's a free event. Uh, it'll begin at the corner of 8th Street and Columbia Avenue. Starts at 6.30 p.m. this Tuesday and proceed west down 8th Street until it reaches the Holland Civic Center place. Um, that's the home of the holiday Kurtz Market. Kurtz Market, I believe they pronounce it. Okay. I, that's a, yeah, uh, K-E-R. S-T-M-A-R-K-T. Sounds good to me. Kirstmarkt. Kirstmark. I'm guessing it's a Christmas market. Uh, 8th Street will be closed. Just so folks know, 8th Street is going to be closed for the Parade of Lights, but free parking can be found in the parking lots on 7th and 9th Street, uh, also 7th and 9th Street parking decks, and at the Holland Civic Center place for crowd and safety purposes. There will be no handing out of the candy. You may have stumbled onto a uh, yet another word. What's it's that? Happy Holiday. Happy Holidays. Billboard it. Let's go. Get them in. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to get some residuals for well, that. Trade, so, trade market. Hit me, hit me up, Holland. All right. Hit me up for some marketing you ideas. You can't say Hollandaise because yeah. then it's sauce. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Hollandaise sauce. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to get through events here because um, we've got a, a big show coming up. We've got a lot of folks uh, coming on so and tons of events. I don't know if I'll get through them all, but um, next week we'll have Patty Meyer on the show. Do you know who that is? I do not. Patty has been uh, running the Felt Mansion. She puts everything together there, all the events, 
uh, weddings okay. and uh, and uh, tours. Well, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. They had the no ghost rent. tours uh, at at uh, Halloween time, and uh, uh, the Felt Mansion on December third, this coming December third, uh, uh, are going to have the Winterfest, and it's it's just uh, between two and four p.m. Okay. Something you can do after the Sagatuck Parade. Uh, it's a free family fun day, featuring Santa and Mrs. Claus photo op cupcakes, a goodie bag, a mansion scavenger hunt, horse and wagon rides throughout the park, and face painting with La La Land face painters. So there's no tickets necessary. Again, it's a free event. It's sponsored by the Lake Town Township Parks and Recreation Commission. In case you want to know where the Felt Mansion is, that's over at the Saugatuck State Park Correct. area there. And, uh, and that's uh, located at 6597 138th Avenue. Uh, the mansion's also hosting taste and tour events with live music, drinks and hors d'oeuvres, self-guided tours, and guided tours, uh, including a December 23rd candlelight tour. be a nice thing to do if you're in town for Christmas. Can you imagine how it's decorated out there? I bet yeah. it's just stunning. It's beautiful. They uh, actually feature more than 25 holiday trees uh, decorated to highlight the mansion's history. So we'll have Patty on next week, and we'll talk about their holiday happenings there. Well, going just as on. long as they have a Douglas fir in the lineup. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, how many Douglas firs are in Douglas? Well, depends whose wardrobe you're looking at. Ah, jeez. <laughs> wow. I wow. don't know. I haven't counted, but we'll you, get a number for you, you sir. You are a comedian. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> um, also, December 3rd, you know, is the annual Christmas Hootville Christmas Parade. Uh-huh. I've seen some websites call it a holiday parade. I, I know traditionally we've always called it Christmas. Well, then we shall still. Oh, holidays and Christmas, we love it all. Uh, the parade lineup uh, is in front of Wicks Park this Saturday, December 3rd. Anybody can be in it. You don't have to sign up. It's at 1230 is where you're going to line up over at Wicks Park where we lit up the tree there. Um, and 1 o'clock the holiday parade begins. So it's the annual Hootville Christmas Parade. Uh, talk to Bill Lefley. And you know that um, uh, the uh, float that they had in the 4th of July parade, it was the Red Dock. They made okay. that big float yeah, that looked yeah, like, yeah, remember yeah. that? That was that Bill was Lefley cool. was behind all that. Um, he's got something in store for the new, uh, for that, that same float. They've repainted it, redecorated it, and have an all-new theme to include, he said a hint would be that it was a Hootville inspired. Now, is it so. Lefley or Lefley? Lefley. Oh, could be Lefley. <clears throat> I only asked because last night I was in EPC and somebody said to me, Hey, Bill, how are you? I said, I'm not Bill. Oh, oh they, I, I you, thought you were Bill Lefley. There is a resemblance now that you bring it up. Yeah. I have never met the man, uh-huh. so I wouldn't know. I know he has the cowboy hat and his real estate ads. Isn't that right? <laughs> Yeehaw. Selling, selling real estate. Giddy up. <laughs> Um, and then at, at the same day, 3 to 5 o'clock, Santa's workshop this year is going to be at the Pudding Stone uh, store here in downtown Saugatuck. Um, that's, uh, you'll be able to decorate cookies with the Santa's elves, and uh, the cookies and supplies will be pro- provided by the New Holland Brewing Company. So Yummy. go decorate a cookie and hang out in town after the parade. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Also on the 3rd, 
um, you know, after the parade, uh, we've had April Gundy on the show. Uh, she is doing the uh, festive holiday pub crawl that benefits the Operation Hope for Allegan Youth. Want to give her a shout out in that event. It's a fun event. Lots of people have already signed up, and you can sign up if you go to her Facebook page at Encompass Wellness there on Facebook. Um, the pub crawl registration is between 1.30 and 2.30 at Wicks Park Bar and Grill. You can register as an individual or team of up to four. So you can also register there at Wicks Park before the event. Well, you'll crawl from pub to pub. And the, na- the name of the event is what again? The uh, Holiday Pub Crawl. Holiday Pub Crawl. Uh-huh. Benefiting the Operation Hope for Allegan Youth. Wonderful. 100% of the profits uh, from that event go to assist families in Allegan County during the holiday season. Okay. So it brings them food and good cheer. Good. Yeah. Uh, teams will race, so they'll crawl from bar to bar, and uh, they've got to look for uh, elves that are placed at five of the bars around town. After they find all five bars, uh, they'll bring in their winning forms, and uh, I guess there's cash prizes for the best ugliest holiday outfit and one lucky team. There will be raffle items, prizes, and so much fun, all while doing your part to make the holiday special for so many local families. It's only $10 at the door. Do we know what bars? Uh, Wicks Park is where you'll start. Okay. So that's where you'll register. Okay. Um, they're not telling you the list of bars. Uh-huh. The idea is that you go visit all of the all bars. All of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I like it. They call like it, it a holiday pub crawl. Or as I call it Thursday. I'm sure you're going to be crawling by the time you're, you're done. <laughs> so that'll be a lot of fun, too. Um, Saturday, 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 all kinds of events going on. You know, we're going to be packed in all these towns, so there's plenty of room for everybody to come check out. Um, because also, Fenville has their big event, and it lasts all day from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. downtown Fenville. Um, they're having their, uh, it's a whole day of events called Holiday Magic. Um, and they say everything starts on Saturday, this coming Saturday. And at the end, there'll be an evening light parade and an evening lighting ceremony. Pancake brunch, 9 a.m. to 12 at Fenville Fire Station. Hobby train show, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Fenville District Library. Friends of the Library book sale, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Fenville District Library. Live reindeer. There's the reindeer. I was wondering where they went. Uh, they'll be there 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Fenville District Library. Holiday market and movies going on all day long, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. at City Hall. Cookie decorating, 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. going on at Root, that great little coffee house there. We've also got uh, open plays, uh, open play and crafts. That's 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. and then 4 to 5 p.m. at the Children's Museum. Uh, magician John Dudley will be at the Children's Museum as well at 3 p.m. Kids Food Basket Bag Decorating, 12 to 5 p.m. at the Children's Museum. There is a lot going on in Fenville on Saturday. Oh, it's not Fenville. It's Funville. Aha! I see what you did there. <laughs> Billboard it. You took my Hollandaise okay. and then turned it into Funville. <laughs> um, I don't. We're not. We're not right. Uh, Santa snaps. Uh, those are photo ops. They're between one to four at the uh, at the book warehouse. Holiday, and then the holiday lights parade. So there's a lot of lights to this parade. I, uh, it starts at five thirty on Main Street. The ceremony, uh, the tree ceremony, and community uh, community sing along will be at six p.m. at the Hutchinson Garden, right next to the post office there in Fenville. So wow. 
lot going on in Penville. Did you get through all your events? No. Okay. Are you, are you kidding me? It's an ongoing theme today. Why? What do you got? You no, got nothing. I was just curious. Are you really CJ, rolling along? I, well, I want, want to make sure uh, folks know what's going on. That's what the show is all about. Um, CJ left left me for Thanksgiving. CJ and Kimberly. And I got no no special mashed potatoes, but I tell you, I had a great spread over at Laura's house, her house okay. on Silver Lake there, the chateau, they Ooh, call it. The um, beautiful house, uh, beautiful view of the water. Helped decorate their tree. They had a 12-foot tree. I knew they wanted me there for a reason. <laughs> um, and, and so they, had, they, had, they had put the bubble lights on it. Remember the bubble lights? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the old-fashioned bubble lights. Uh, and uh, great spread there. Everything was delicious. I mean, I, I just stuffed myself there. Uh, but uh, they went to uh, Memphis, right, CJ? So, yeah, they spent uh, yeah, with Elvis there, right? And they also visited the Peabody Hotel, the Duck Hotel, where they take the ducks out every day at noon, right? 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock, right. And he told me that he bought me a gift, but he... <laughs> but I had to wait to go online. And it's, uh, Kimberly said I wanted this. And it's a duck for my, oh, for my an Jeep. An Elvis duck. It's an Elvis duck. <laughs> and it's for my Jeep. You know, people that have Jeeps, they give people ducks. You oh, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've already got a couple ducks already. Um, so Elvis will be the new. He'll take position. He's going to kick the old duck out on my dashboard. That is Isn't that cool? is a, that's really funny. <laughs> a whole lot of ducking going on. Yeah. Um, was that was my Elvis? Did you see the Elvis? Did you see the Elvis movie? We talked about events, and I've got more events to get through, and, and we'll get through them throughout the next throughout hour. The uh, yeah, uh, throughout the show. Uh, but I do want to remind everybody that um, it's that time of year. It's the thirty-sixth year. Our, uh, can you believe it's been that long that Steve Williford has been organizing the Christmas Carol? The best oh. Scrooge known to anybody is Steve. Okay. You know, if you know Steve personally, you know he's a good Scrooge. Okay. Um, and um, and uh, and uh, the Saugatuck Village Players will be performing the 2022 production of a Charles Dickens Christmas Carol this December all month, or actually December 9th, 10th, and 11th, December 16th, 17th, and 18th, over at the Women's Club. That's on the corner of Hoffman and Butler Street here. And uh, you can get your tickets. They are for sale now. You can go to the uh, Facebook page at uh, Sagatuck Christmas Carol. Click that link. And, of course, we're selling them on Ludus. Ludus.com, where a lot of people sell tickets. If you just go to their website and look up Sagatuck Christmas Carol at Ludus.com, those tickets will pop up. Um, If you've got any more information on that, you can call Jennifer at 773-842-3687 and she'll fill you in on some of the details if you don't have the interwebs and maybe you don't have the Facebooks. If the Scrooge was a Christmas drink, what would be in it? Um, Bitters? Bitters. Oh, he is a comedian, folks. We'll be right back with more laughs with Jerry Donovan and we've got Garnet Lewis is in the house. We're going to find out the new opening uh, Isabel's is back. And we're going to find out all about their great food. We're, they were sharing lots of great food for Thanksgiving. Grab and go sides and all that. That looked really good. But that music's playing in the background, so that means we got to go. CJ's kicking us off. We've got to pay our bills, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Garnet Lewis, our previous Saugatuck mayor and current council member. I've got a lot of questions to ask because I'm a new council member myself. So I'm hoping she's going to 
please teach me the ropes a little bit. She's also one of the owners of Isabel's and curious to find out about the new opening of that. So grab a cup of coffee, grab some hot chocolate, or if you were CJ, you'd probably be wanting a Bloody Mary, right? Uh, a little too early for that, CJ. Slow down. We'll be right back. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday on 92.7 The Band and 92.7thevan.com. You're listening to Sagatuck on Sunday. We're getting all festive. We're getting in the holiday season. We're having lots of fun here talking about events. I'm trying to get through the events, Jerry. Help me out here. Oh, I have more to add. I bet you do. I bet oh, you we, do. No, we've got time. We do have time. Uh, my co-host here, Jerry Donovan, uh, Douglas Mayer, and professional comedian, as we've all had a little taste of your your well, comedian. Your, I'm not sure your great that solidifies. Lesson. Yeah, right. Uh, well, probably because I didn't buy a ticket, right? No, no, no. I mean the... the Bitters. bitters oh yeah that was <laughs> uh, yeah we need a rim shot background don't we um i want to remind everybody we talked about everything happening on the third we've got the parade here in saugatuck line up at twelve thirty at wicks park gazebo we've got all kinds of events going on in fenville they've got a uh, holiday lights parade that starts at five thirty p.m on their main street but uh, on sunday four to six p.m we've got the, at the saugatuck center for the arts uh you'll kick off your holiday season with the popular Lakeshore Community Chorus as it presents holiday reflections on the stage at Saugatuck Center for the Arts. Now, the event will happen at 4 p.m. on Sunday the 4th. And so we're looking forward to that. Uh, Great, talented folks. They've been on the show before. The concert is a beautiful choral music uh, with uh, brass and percussion will reflect the many aspects of the holiday season. So join them, get tickets right now before they sell out at www.sc4a.org. sc4a.org. So get your tickets there. Um, you can get your tickets there, but right now I want to get that disco ball down. <laughs> Because Garnet's going to work the runway. That's appropriate. Dance Garnet. That's appropriate. A little music, maybe. Dance right. Queen. Oh, well. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Garnet Lewis. Thank you. Been Thank on you. before, and welcome back. I know it's like a yearly it, thing. It's I, been it's been about a year. It has. I was looking back at our emails, and it's been uh, almost exactly a year since yeah. you were here. Yep, Mayor Donovan and I came right. yep. last year about this time. I remember it well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, want to congratulate you on your reopening of Isabel's. Thank you. Very excited about it. Tell us Good. a little bit about that. Yeah, so we, let's see, this will be, Wednesday was two weeks, so uh-huh. we opened just right, what, the 16th of November, uh-huh. and uh, after a little hiatus, what, about two months, took a break, regrouped, mm-hmm. refocused, 
trying to figure out what works um, better than sure. what we had because it was it was quite a bit that oh. we were trying to manage. Yeah. So we feel really comfortable now with it and the content and the space that it is. Really focused around catering. That's our number one thing. Because uh-huh. we get so much use. If you haven't been to the atrium in the back, right. it's gorgeous. And we've been using it ever since we opened two years ago for various events, you know, wedding receptions, bridal showers, mm-hmm. bachelor parties. You've done your cooking classes back We've there. We've done the cooking classes. Which is really cool there. because I've seen how you have that mirror set up yep. above them so that when you're yeah. watching the cooking class, you can see exactly yeah. what they're doing. And so the... we won't be doing the cooking classes anymore, but the mirrors are still there, Gregory. <laughs> so they were very popular with especially like bridal showers or um, even wedding receptions, just the setup where you set it up up front where folks can see what's going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, very clever. Yeah. So, yeah, everything else then in the market basically is um, uh, supplying or supporting uh, event type of thing. So if you're wanting to do a charcuterie platter and have it take it to a fr- friend's house or you want to have like a Thanksgiving dinner and you don't want to take the time to do the sides, right. stop in and we'll help you out. Right. Uh, so we have quite a bit of that uh, goods that will last on the shelves um, that don't have a short shelf life, which is really good. Right. So that's where we're at right now. I call it phase one and phase two. Phase one was the catering, mm-hmm. getting, you know, not losing the customer base we had and keeping that excitement momentum. And then phase two was really the market, really supporting that and other types of parties and events. Uh, you know, we also have flowers, fresh bouquets. Yes, we now. saw that. Our friend over at Picket Fence, um, yes. Sarah, uh, is providing them with beautiful flowers. Delightful. She's absolutely Yeah, wonderful. I like Sarah. Boy, she's she fun. came in, it's like, woof. She's, yeah. she's a bundle of energy. Yeah, she is. How'd it go? It's great. How'd it go? How'd, how'd it go? You like that? Whoosh. Whoosh. I do. Whoosh. Comes along with the disco ball. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you have the <laughs> mirrors, you need the disco ball over there from time to time. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, that's um, the, um, uh, you guys had reopened, um, and uh, you, you took a little break, though, right? We did because uh, I know yes. you worked there really hard. I'll oh see gosh. you. You'll be you're doing dishes. Uh, you're, well, you're then you're working front of the house, yeah. and you're back of the house. Yeah. So I bet that was nice to have a little break yourself. It was. I think I slept for the because you're there time. every day. Yep, pretty yeah. much every day. We were from what the beginning of July until the time we closed. I was pretty much managing out front, and Vicky mm-hmm. was managing in the kitchen. Yeah, um, and it was uh, yeah. I hadn't worked that hard in a long, long time, <laughs> so it was just coming and going. Had you, now you'd never been in the restaurant business before, uh, had you? No, well. No, kind of. My first job was a short order cook in college. That was great fun. And then I actually managed food services when I was in university life. That was one of the areas that I managed. But yeah, Dish Pit, I learned how to use one of those great, wonderful dishwashers. Uh First thing I said is, I want one of these in the house. Right. It's like, boom, it's done in two minutes. Off you go. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, so now you guys are open. What are your hours of operation and your address and website? All right. So the website, isabelsmarket.com. All the information needs right there. If you want to get on the newsletter, you scroll down to the bottom of that landing page and make sure you're on that newsletter. I am. Great. I get your your emails. The address is 310 Blue Star Highway. And our hours now are Wednesday through Sunday. So we're only closed on Tuesdays. Uh, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. To 5. And that's, that seems to be working. Because we saw that before. Kind of, things really kind of slowed down after about 5 o'clock. So uh-huh. much shorter, uh, much le- fewer staff. We have right. like three staff out front and nobody in the back. Um, because the, our catering manager, Tracy, is pretty much putting together 
uh, all the platters and the food. So I just want to happy. clarify. You said yeah. Wednesday through Sunday. Yeah. So Wait, you closed Monday, Wednesday through Monday. Sorry. Wednesday through Monday. <laughs> okay. Because uh-huh. you said you were closed <laughs> Tuesday, and yeah. I, I sorry. Ooh, thank you. Yeah, Wednesday through Monday. Monday. Okay. Thank you. Ten to five. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Um, in including in, in, in doing the business and all that, I hear that there's some really big prizes out there that you guys are giving away for something that you're doing. Oh, very excited. What's going yes. on? Yes. So. Lighted up Sogleville. But I mean, because yeah. you, you've got a two hundred and fifty dollar gift card from Isabel's. We've got I mean, two of them. You could stock your refrigerator, your freezer with that. Yes, yeah. we have we have two of them thanks to the support with the Rotary, Sogatuck Douglas Rotary, uh-huh. uh, and then Isabel's. The th- uh, we've gone together and basically we'll have three gift certificates: two for two hundred fifty bucks and one for one hundred fifty nice. bucks. Yeah, so thanks to the Rotary, they're always very supportive. Um, but this lighted up Sogleville. If you go to the Sogleville uh, Facebook page, Bertie Holly manages it. Uh, delightful, you know, Bertie, Miss Positive of the area. Always. She's always promoting everything and everyone. So, my friends up in Sagatuck were doing a similar type of event. I saw it come across, or not Sagatuck, uh, Saginaw, and the Carrollton area were doing it. And I saw it come across from a friend's page. On the, they were doing a Christmas holiday lighting. I'm like, oh my god, we could do this. First person I reached out to, Bertie Holly. I'm like, Bertie, let's do this. She didn't even hesitate. I'm on it. I'm on it. Right. So the two of us uh, teamed up. Uh, the judges, we agreed, were under the age of 12. So <laughs> Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yes, we didn't want any adults involved in this. So, CJ, there Kimberly, there you go. Uh, so we really wanted the kids to be involved, so they'll drive around on the 23rd at dusk and do the judging. Um, but if you want to participate, you should go onto the Sogleville page and let let Bertie know. Uh-huh. Um, and I've had folks reach out to me through my pages, and I've sent them on to her so that she kind of has an idea. So they have, you know, a, basically a plan as far as how they go about judging. But See, we're really excited. Yeah. So check, Very check, positive. Yeah. yeah. Check out that page, uh, Soglessville. Yeah. Um, uh, that's on Facebook. Yeah. That, um, Which, for those keeping score at home, I think it's brilliant. Sogatuck, Douglas, yeah, Funville. I know. Funville, Funville. 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 You know, the great thing about this, and I mentioned this at council meeting the other day, I've been in town, I've lived here eight years now, and one of the things I heard over the, over the years, right around the holiday season, is, you know, we used to decorate. We used to be, everything used to be decorated. Mm-hmm. The homes used to be decorated. We need to do that again. Mm-hmm. And after a couple of seasons of hearing this, I'm like, fine. Let's just do it. Yeah. So I, we hope that this is the first, of course. Um, we'd love other businesses to get on board next year and do the gift cards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just stepped up between the Rotary and Isabel's to support this. Right. Because I, I think, you know, I, my friends down the road there uh, on Lake Kimberly. Street. Yes. Yeah. So they do a wonderful job. And up in the hill, there's some beautiful houses. But we'd really like to encourage folks to really light it up that's a great idea yeah yeah i, I hope that so. works works out well and i hope uh, i hope it encourages everybody to decorate yeah i do too weather's do supposed too. to be nice this week somewhat mild so that's you know right. get them out now lucky. before mm-hmm. it gets before yeah. it gets worse yeah. I, I don't think there's anything more beautiful than you know in addition to downtown here and when it starts to snow and yeah. those oh my gosh just beautiful so right it's like a hallmark right. card it is like, like a hallmark a, card like a and hallmark. we get to live here isn't that yeah. something awesome. um did uh, did you go to the annual tree lighting? Were I you there? Did. You it did. It was beautiful. I saw everybody there. You were yeah. there. Um, we yeah. saw uh, uh, Helen Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, she was there. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Stanton. Yeah. Um, all of the regulars. Russ yeah. Russ Gardner. The whole Lighting everybody up the was tree. There. Light, yeah. Yep. Lighting and uh, and so it was good to see everybody there. Yeah. 
uh, a great event. Um, but uh, you weren't counting down with me. I have that picture on my I Facebook know. page of us together. Yes. Uh, when uh, we counted it down. Yeah. Now I didn't know I was going to be the MC the other night, uh, <laughs> but they kind of pulled me on stage yes. with Scott and um, and Perfect. so uh, we've got a new mayor now. Mayor Dean. I know. Uh-oh. I think he's your visitor. Here's your next guest. Yeah, he, right? he'll be on next. Awesome. We're going to find out. We're going to find out what he's awesome. going to do with this town. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I hope you're a part of that. Gregory, <laughs> well, I'll try to be. Um, uh, but um, but uh, you served as mayor the last year, right? Yes, I did. And um, and and how did you tell us a little bit about that? How was that different than serving just on the council? Sure, we all know that the, you've got the same voting power, right? Um, but uh, you do have some more responsibilities, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, mayor Donovan can pop in here. Um, the role of our mayor here and in the city of Douglas are very similar in a, a home rule city, if you will. Uh, where we have a strong manager, weak mayor, weak council system is what they call it. Uh-huh. So basically the role of the mayor is pretty ceremonial. Right. Uh, we don't have any administrative responsibilities. Um, we basically, I've done three weddings this last year, which I will tell you oh, cool. were the absolute best part of being mayor. Yeah. I absolutely loved that. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, you know, the lighting the events, parades, uh, that's generally our role is to be kind of the front person, if you will, of city council and the city staff. And you did a good job of that, by the well, way. I you. mean, uh, we saw her in the blizzard yeah. of a parade at the beginning of the year with the people and pets, yeah. uh, the uh, St. Patty's Day that parade. Was cold. Yeah. And I was surprised you were out there. Yeah. And um, uh, unfortunately, your little one had passed away. Yeah. Uh, but somebody, you adopted a dog from the parade. <laughs> somebody was kind enough to let me borrow their pup. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then a, a friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> and so. then uh, the Fourth of July parade yeah. almost didn't happen. And then you helped and stepped in yeah. and made sure that uh, we had all the right safety and, yeah. and everything was in place so that we could have the yeah. parade after all. Yeah. So the, the role of mayor is actually quite a fun, the fun role. I Can think. be. Yeah. It's it's just and. You know, from an administrative perspective, really, it's just working with the manager and council. It's a facilitator, really. You facilitate uh-huh. the meetings. You make sure the agendas right. are set and ready to go. Right. Uh, and you work pretty closely with the manager to make sure that that's happening. So, it, yeah, folks want to give it a whole lot more power than it is. Well, it's right. much less glamorous than one I might think. Know. I mean, basically, it comes down for me, uh, yeah. hey, uh, Run the meeting, and we're one vote. Yeah. And if you need a right. ribbon cut, we're your people. Right. And I'm surprised even constituents, people that vote in this mm-hmm. town, still don't realize that our mayor is selected by our sitting council. Right. Mm-hmm. They, I've been asked many times, well, who voted for the mayor? Yeah. Um, the council. Right. Right. That's exactly <laughs> um, right. Which I think is perfect kind of system for a small mm-hmm. town like this. I think and so. It gives it everybody is. the chance to sit in that position, and it sure. rotates that chair yeah. so that you don't have the same person in for 20, 30 yeah. years. Or, yeah, and that's I've had that similar approach in other – like when I was on the board at Northern, we had that similar type of approach. You serve for a year – and then another member steps up to serve. It's just you spread the wealth around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you, You're a military kid, right? I am, Air Force. Air Force. Yes. Ooh, that's the elite. Your dad was Air Force, <laughs> Pop right? Was, Pop was Air Force that, for 22 years. They call years. it the elite wow. out of the four, uh, right? So, they, well, I'll tell them that. When, <laughs> well, but I, I know I've got Marine friends and Army friends and Navy friends listening, but Air Force yeah. is always a... 
Oh, yeah, well, Sarah's son is retired Air Force. Yeah, it's yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's we we were lucky. I mean, I was born and raised in well, born in England and raised in Germany. Mom was a native German. It's my second language. Um, you know, it's I've had an experience in life. Uh, I still get back to visit family as often as I can, almost every year. Uh, it's just it gives you a perspective on the world uh-huh. um, that's a little different. Yeah. Um, you understand and appreciate being an American. Sure, it, it's. You get to see and experience a lot of things, mm-hmm. and it really um, broadens your horizon, so to speak. So, what did your dad do with the Air Force? Did he fly? Uh, was no, he no. Pop was on maintenance. He did uh, flight line maintenance. Oh, okay. Um, and basically, airline logistics, uh-huh. which he then, when he retired, you know, he was still young. He was in the service twenty-two years, but he was what, his young forties. He had a whole other career then with McDonnell Douglas, Northrop Grumman, uh, E Systems now, and he ended up going. He and Mom ended up going back overseas. And in the 80s, he worked with the Air Force and setting up all those cruise missile systems all over Europe. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So Pop had a second career, and we kept teasing him at some point in time. He's like, how many retirements are you going to have? Because he'd retired from the Air Force, and then he retired from McDonnell Douglas, and then he retired from E-Systems. Oh, wow. He just – Pop was a worker bee. Yeah. But yeah. So it was, it was a great experience. So even when they went back overseas, I had never been to Sicily. I got to go to Sicily and Italy and uh, Belgium. Either. You know, some of these places mm-hmm. that I had never been mm-hmm. as a kid, uh-huh. uh, I got to experience that as, as an adult, which is great. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. So very lucky. I considered myself blessed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, pleasure to be serving with you. Yeah. And we all got sworn in. Yeah. Uh, very uh, exciting. the City Hall. Yeah, we all had our little hands up <laughs> and got awesome. sworn in. Um, you got uh, a lot of likes on my forward. Facebook page. Um, it was awesome. More, yeah. The uh, more I've gotten to know Helen, the more I'm liking her. Yeah. Um, I just met her, so, you know, I'm very, I don't know, I can be a little bit, you know, offset for a minute when I first meet people. I give everybody, I give everybody the benefit (laughs) of the doubt, but I've seen so many people in our town, you know, come and go, come and go, and it's not, Saugatuck and Douglas isn't always the right fit for everybody. Right. So, um, but, uh, uh, so that's why I have a five-year probation period for people. Very good. Now, you've beat that, of course. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, CJ is just lingering. You're right. At, <laughs> you're right. You're just fighting over the border. Yeah. Um, so he still has to watch his P's and Q's around. Yeah. You know what's it? How many folks though have uh, second homes here and then eventually retire? Like yeah. all my friends up in the hood mm-hmm. and Douglas. My goodness, right. they that was their second home, if you will, for boy twenty some years, and now they're here permanently. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Barn, are we like long timers now? I said, Sure, you are. Sure yeah. You are. Yeah, this sure. is where you've settled. This is where uh-huh. you're, this is home. Well, uh, Stacy Aldrich brought it uh, uh, a good point uh, a few weeks ago. She said there's locals, which we are, yeah, um, and there's natives, right. So um, and uh, and so there's a difference there between locals and natives. Yeah. Uh, most of us are locals. Yeah. You know, a lot of the kids that grow up here get the heck out of here. Mm-hmm. But then they end up they coming come back. back. That's yeah. true. How many come back? Yeah, when they get I mean, older, they do come that's back. That's right. Something yeah. about I think it. that's true for a lot of places. I yeah. think so too. And a home is home. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, our main industry here is tourism. Mm-hmm. You know, and if that's not your bag, yeah. you know, and and uh, so then, yeah, of course, you'd want to live somewhere else if you don't want to open up a little shop and 
and have fun with all of us. Yeah, luckily we're so nicely located, though. Folks want to have a career outside of tourism. I mean, between Holland Mm -hmm. and Grand Rapids, it's a quick jump. You You know, know? I talk about that, too, when Mm -hmm. folks talk about, you know, employees in our stores. And and a lot of people are always bringing up the affordable housing Mm -hmm. subject. Mm -hmm. But we're 10, 15 minutes away from Mm -hmm. major cities like Holland and uh, uh, even South Haven. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if that would be the cure to getting people to work in our shops. In Holland, Council just approved a major um, affordable housing project. Mm -hmm. I saw that. Just the last couple of weeks. Yes. So. I was that was nice to see. And I, when I think about that, I don't think that that's you know there's not much room in Saugatuck and Douglas for that. I mm-hmm. think that the township should pick up a, the ball on that one because well, they've got, got all the land. Yeah, we've got township, we have got Funville, Fenville, Funville down yeah. the road. So uh-huh. you know, there is some room to grow in that direction, if you will, east probably, mm-hmm. southeast. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We but that's options. definitely yeah, we do. We have options. Um, being on council now, mm-hmm. I've got a lot to learn. Okay. Um, and we're taking a class together on uh, Wednesday in Lansing, right? Yes. I, I don't know the details of that okay. yet. I'm waiting to hear that from Ryan. Um, but, I can give you all the details. Oh, I know. Well, that's why I want to ask. <laughs> um, uh, and this is the Michigan Municipal League. Yep. Um, I'm new to all of this, as Very you good. know. Um, and we've got uh, the MML training. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, what what should I be expecting okay. on Wednesday? Yeah, so think? the Wednesday is the newly newcomers, uh, so newly elected council people. Um, you will see some folks there that have been elected again who choose to attend it again. It's usually about three, three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll ever co- cover everything from Open Meetings Act and understanding that. Um, ethics, they spent quite a bit of time on that. Um, working across the, your city, your municipality. Um, there's some legal aspects. I know we go in. What else, Jerry? Do you remember what happened in those? Um, um, that one? Closed session rules yeah. and regulations. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, what, the what basics. Yeah. 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 Your role as a newly elected council person, you'll get a nice MML manual for uh-huh. uh, municipal folks. It's, I find that very handy. I refer to it all the time. Okay. Um, Jerry and I were fortunate enough, and he's been twice. At, I call it mayor school, but mm-hmm. it's the same type of function for mayors. Uh, usually it's two days, right. <laughs> uh, right. and you go through quite a bit quite a bit at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the MML is very good about um, providing ongoing training, which I appreciate. But they're also our main lobbying organization. They represent municipalities, um, everything you know, with the legislature. Most importantly, lately, has been the short-term rental legisla- legislation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are our support group. They, every second Monday, have a live with the league, and it's tomorrow, actually, at noon. So if you're not doing anything, you can listen in on Facebook, and it's they'll talk about the whole where the legislation is right now, short-term rentals. They'll talk about lame duck, what's going to happen. It usually takes 50 minutes, very informative, um, so it's worth worth tuning in. I'll be at the flower shop on Monday, but okay. um, perhaps I can, yeah. Put the headphones in. Yeah, and, it's, uh, I always in. find there's never a time where I'm like, "Whoa, that was a waste of my hour." It's always I usually will put it on the laptop and walk around the house and multitask. Yeah, so I can listen. Mm-hmm. But I've been paying. We've all been paying a lot of attention to that short term. Uh, rental yeah, and so many people are asking about mm. it that live here, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah. it's hard to come up with a solution when, you know, a lot of the people that live here thrive on that as their income. Right, and that's know? that needs to be a major discussion. Number one, um, the MML and us as well support local control for that decision. Yeah, that, I that should so not too. be a decision that happens on the state level. I agree. Yeah. So as municipalities, we need to sit down and agree how much is enough. 
because um, we don't want to take away from the neighborhood, Phil, but we also, this has been a long term, we've been doing this for years. And so what's the right balance? So I think we need to have a really good community discussion about that. And I'm sure our newly elected mayor will have more to say about that. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's lots of property owners going, what, what, are they, are they going to restrict me? Yeah. Are they going to... Well, it's never gone well. I remember a couple years ago when I ran for the Senate seat, Ganges Township was in the middle of a huge, major battle about that. It was on the ballot, Mm -hmm. and uh, they wanted to basically open it up, and the, the community said, absolutely not. Uh, but it was, I mean, you had neighbors fighting with neighbors. So I really, I hope we avoid that. That would be really nice to avoid. I yeah. think we can all get along. We'll find, we can find the good compromise in this. Just a quick snapshot overview for people who may or may not be familiar with it. And correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. The state is saying that one size fits all. Mm-hmm. They will mandate what mm-hmm. happens in your community yep. with short-term rentals. Mm-hmm. And yeah. take the bat out of the local municipality's hands. Right. So if Saugatuck or Douglas wanted to do this or that, mm-hmm. if it violates state, you can't do it. Right. See, and, that's and the other side yeah. of the coin is, no, we want that to stay within our communities because mm-hmm. we feel we know what's best within our own communities. Right. right. So and yeah. if I'm not mistaken... Has it, I know the House passed it. It was in the Senate. It's, and then did the Senate pass it? Yeah, it's out of committee, but the Senate has not passed it. Okay. And that was part of the work that the MML did on our okay. behalf and really you know, log jamming that. So it's sitting there to be voted on, but it has to be voted on before uh, this uh, legislature uh, is done for the it's year. Finished. And that's this. We're in lame duck now, and it's more than likely, knock on wood, that it's going to die, and then it has to come back up through. Yeah, I'm going to so. have to get my mail uh, through my go through my mail. I had a couple senators wrote me a letter of oh, congratulations. Sure. Uh, you know, yes, I'm sure. And if you need anything, give me a call. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, I need to put those numbers in my phone mm-hmm. so I can bother them. Our local senator like is a big proponent of the state having control of that. Oh, is he really? Mm-hmm. I've talked to him about it. Yeah, I see. I just don't. That doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Saugatuck is a whole different animal than you know most of the cities uh, around here. You know. Right. Uh, we're tourist town. We should not be treated the same as a subdivision, mm-hmm. you know, in a big city. Right. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I like that idea. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Now, are you coming to the meeting on Wednesday? Are you going to be there? Or uh, I know you I signed did, up. I did sign up. You did sign yeah. up for those. It's always a great refresher. Uh-huh. It's, uh, I think it's worth the time. Okay. You know? So, okay. Yeah, and so, so what should I be expecting? We go to Lansing and then we go. Are, yep. um, now, um, uh, do we get a lunch or anything? Or uh, This is an evening <laughs> session, if I believe. So be there is food. Sort. They always have food. It's yeah. like okay, if you good. feed them, well, they will come. Yep. And uh, there's usually one break in there. So, all right. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the evening session. But yeah, yeah generally so in all the trainings. I need to food. get the times and all that so I could. Uh oh. I hear it. Uh oh. All right. CJ's kicking us off. He's getting the um, Isabel's, mm-hmm. let's give them another shout out. Thank you. Isabel'smarket.com. Isabel'smarket.com. Go visit Isabel's. They're back open. I know my yeah. friend Ingrid got some of her sides there for Thanksgiving. Okay, and um, and uh, and uh, welcome back. It's, I bet you. you guys are glad to be back open. I think yeah. it's super smart that you did what you did. Yeah, thank you. Yep. We're welcome back. And thank I'll see you tomorrow night. All right. Very good. Yep. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. Mayor Donovan. That thank was you. Garnet Lewis. Thank you very much. Former mayor. <laughs> Current council member yeah. and the owner of Isabel's. Don't go anywhere, everybody. We've got with the former mayor. Now we've got the mayor coming on, the current mayor of Saugatuck, and also Eagle. We're going to learn a little bit about the Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes, and Energy, and all the things that Scott Dean does for that. So grab a cup of coffee. After Scott Dean, we've got to complete the trifecta 
with Daniel DeFranco from Sagatuck Township. You want to know everything going on here in the Sagatuck Douglas area? You'll want to listen to our show, Sagatuck on Sunday. We'll be right back. This is Gregory Muncy on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday. We do it live every Sunday. High above land sharks here. Going into our third year already. I can't believe it's been that long. Thank you for tuning in. This is Gregory Muncy. And uh, we've got a great guest with us. You know, I told you this is like the, the show of mayors. I've got all the people in the house. Um, I've got Scott Dean here. He's sitting in the background and uh, g- going to get ready to get that disco ball down. But, but, but before that, you were saying something is going on you want to talk yes, about. Yes, you have all the, the events that are happening. I yeah. just wanted to throw what in I forget? that on Saturday, December 3rd, we have Light Up at Twilight um, at Respite Cappuccino Court in beautiful downtown Douglas. Now, what's that? What's Light Up at Twilight? Um, you just go in. They've got it all decorated. They have gifts, stocking stuffers, all kinds of things going on. It's uh-huh. Saturday from 530 to 9 uh, at Respite. And our good friend Renee uh, does amazing work over there. They, they make some good goodies. They I know do. we had our desserts were provided by Respite. Uh, with the annual pie giveaway there at Mill Pond Realty, and, you get and more they were delicious on their Facebook. But my recommendation is either going to Funville or coming back. You know, head east on Center Street, stop by there, see our lights, hit Wade's Bayou, and make it part of your holiday tradition. It's going to be a busy weekend in town. I know that. It I know is. people are we already booking to stay here. Yeah, that's what we should do that. Like print up a scorecard. Scorecard. Have oh, that's people a... just punch out like we did this. Oh, did that's this. a good idea. Get the businesses to do, you know, all that. Yeah. Okay, and you're ahead of that, right? And uh, well, go to jerrydonovan.com to find out more information about this event. Feed the mayonnaise to the tuna. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, the mayor of Douglas, it's a pleasure to have you with me today, Jerry. Oh, it's an honor to be here. What better other guest to have on here than the mayor of Sagatuck is in the house? That's right, Scott Dean. Welcome. Thank you very much, Gregory. <laughs> or uh, should I say, Councilman Muncy? Thank yeah, you. Okay, yes, yeah, I'll take that as well. And Mayor Donovan, lovely to see you. You too, as I, well. I, Congratulations. Just so, thank you. Know. Just changed my email to say that. You know. Um, I've got a new email now, you know, because you get you can get a hold of me at Gregory at SagatuckCity.com uh, for city matters only. Um, uh, but uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I put that down there. Councilman Gregory Muncy. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm pretty important now. Well, I always have been, actually. Oh, and, and pro tip on our city emails. If you start getting strange emails from from me or other members of council asking you for your Amazon account number, uh-huh. don't share it with us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So I shouldn't have sent that to Garnet then. Probably not. Oh no. man. <laughs> um, uh, Scott Dean, welcome to the show. This is your first time on, right? It is. It is. Welcome on. Um, uh, you'll you'll also be active in the parade, from what I understand, right? That is correct. That is correct. Um, 
one of my duties uh, prior to being mayor is I am a member of the uh, Precision Shovel Brigade. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. And, um, yeah, thanks. And, um, With Keith Charek, uh, oh, you've yeah. got uh, yeah. Michael Gustitis from Wine Cellars, and yeah, uh uh-huh. And the um, brigade is is very excited to to mobilize. We intend to mobilize them soon. They've already started to plan, you know, because normally when we march, we do about five minutes of planning before the uh, <laughs> right before the event. <laughs> kind of like how I put the show together here. Yeah. Well, there will probably be you know one pre meeting at the sandbar. Probably there should be probably Friday. Probably Friday night. We tend to you know go through. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna meet where. Wicks, Wicks Park, okay. Uh, well, we what will we be doing in Wicks Park? Oh, we'll we'll go through a few of the chants and yeah. a few of the marching songs. And, yeah. Those of you that don't know, the Shovel Brigade is one of our staples in our annual Christmas Hootville Parade, and they have their shovels and they go through town and you do little dances and things like that along the way. Yeah, it's very precise. Yeah, there's it's, it's other highly things, choreographed. Other things and, they do along the way. They make stops as well. Yes, um, and uh, it's a fun thing. Um, uh, before we get into any of your mayoral questions, mayoral uh, uh, questions, um, you work for Eagle, right? Yeah, my day job is with uh, the Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy. It's it's really. I don't think a lot of people know much about Eagle. Yeah, it's it's basically the state's version of the EPA, if you will. So it's it's the state's environment agency, and okay. um, you know it's it's really fun. I I was really felt lucky to um. When we came back to the states, when my family came back to the states to find a job uh, here serving, you know, the state. So I mean, this is really the best of both worlds. I'm now, you know, able to both be a civil servant serving the state of Michigan and helping protect our our wonderful, you know, Great Lakes and and, and our forests and all of the um, the wonderful amenities that we really have in in great abundance here in in the Saugatuck and Douglas area. Right. Um, but now, you know. Entering the city council and, and and now serving as mayor, it's just a it's another way yet to to serve and give back to the community. So I feel really honored, and it's a real privilege to be able to work for both our state and protecting our, our woods and our waters and, and our air here, and also uh, working with with you and the rest of the community on mm-hmm. and Douglas as well in terms of making this a great place to live. Yeah. Um, yeah now, what do you do for Eagle? Um, are, you, are you out there testing waters? Do you, you know, there's so much to it. It's Department of Environment, you've, Environment, Great Lakes, and Energy. I mean, it just seems like it's a pretty big department. No, I'm, I'm not a scientist, but I, I play one on TV. <laughs> um, what, what that means is um, I'm an ex-journalist, and I spend a lot of time in the world of, of media relations and, and public relations. So okay. uh, my job is, is, is around strategic communication. Uh, they brought me in. Um, after the Flint water crisis. Oh, yeah, we all remember that. Um, along with, with a new emerging issue that they were dealing with called PFAS, which I think more and more people hear the acronym, they don't know what it means. The poly and per alkyl compounds, one of the most difficult to um, handle um, chemicals that's been so common throughout the environment for, for decades now. It gets into the water and it just doesn't, it doesn't break down, it accumulates in fish and people. And so we're really trying to um, to root out these kind of legacy contaminants from from the water system. So my my, my big focus has been drinking water. So clean drinking water has been a, a big priority of mine, and it's been really good to work with folks like Mark Beckin and and the team at Cal Lake. I, I, you know, I'm really interested in the work they do, and they're doing a great job. And uh, once again, it's it's all about making sure people have clean drinking water. 
and then that 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 extends to our watershed. And um, you know, we are so lucky here in in the tri community area to not only have this wonderful wonderful Kalamazoo watershed mm-hmm. that you know has had a tough go over the centuries you know with the industry paper mills sure you name it basket uh, yeah. yeah all the industry they had and, and yeah, yeah so there, there's a lot except paper yeah there's a lot of contamination upriver up you know heading toward kalamazoo sure that we need to uh, deal with but you know the river is is doing better you know we are we keep working on it and you know it's so important to us here in in, in saugatuck and douglas because i mean it's it's our it's our lifeblood it's our right. livelihood in terms of the tourism economy and just why people want to live here because we've got not only this great river system but we've got this beautiful beautiful great lake so right. um it, it's really fun work to, to do to inform people about what we're doing to um, to clean things up and and hold polluters accountable so it's um it's it's, a, it's really important and, and i really like the work yeah. do you work with other things other than the waterway say like contaminated sites like 200 blue star you would yeah, have input into that. I, I work with 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 those teams. We we have divisions that work on things like brownfield sites and 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 bringing you know previously contaminated properties back into productive use. So you know that's another thing that, that I'm really passionate about is 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 like reuse of properties that have been abandoned or may have some residual legacy communication or c- contamination. A little closer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it it's um it's something that. Eagle does a lot of, and we really, you know, really want to put Michiganders back to work, you know, at some of these sites, you know, bring in new businesses to some of these old, old contaminated sites. Because Michigan's got this, you know, huge history, particularly around the auto industry of, of having, you know, plants all over the state. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to have metal platers in every little town in Michigan that would feed, you know, plated, you know, chrome parts and whatnot into the, uh, into the big three, you know, in the Detroit metro area. So, it's you know it's it's inextricably tied to to the whole region, but you know back in the day, you know up until really the 1970s, there wasn't much in the way of environmental protection. Mm-hmm. You know that's kind of when the EPA was formed. You know we've only had the Clean Water Act for about 50 years now. I mean we're making progress, but there's still a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. So well, um, we look forward uh, to any and all your help. At, yeah, uh, 200 Blue Star. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, D- Detroit has delicious water. Oh, it's Great Lakes water, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's I, when I go back to the east side, when I'm visiting friends and family, if I stay over the night or whatever, I could tell by taking a shower and drinking it from the faucet. It, they, I don't know what they're doing over there, but we need to do that here, too. Well, it's, it, well, it's actually Great Lakes water. Um, and, oh, okay. you know, and, and that's the huge, huge advantage we have in, in this region is, you know, we are surrounded by 20% of the world's fresh water. Right. Yeah. And it's good water. Right. Um, you know, there, it's, it's not a secret why we've got one of the best craft beer industries in the nation is because the water, the Great sure. Lakes water, the pH is, is great. It's, it's perfect for brewing beer. Uh-huh. Uh, that's why Chicago has great water because, because they, they source their water from Lake Michigan as well. And so it's something we really need to take care of. Right. Um, now that you're, you're mayor, um, you've, uh, this is your second term on council and you're mayor. Um, do you find, and working for Eagle, do you find that sometimes there are projects that you kind of have to step back from? Uh, uh, is there any, like a conflict of interest or anything like that? Hasn't really happened yet. You know, mm-hmm. once again, my big focus is not on, you know, per, you know, permitting per se in terms of like saying yes or no to a permit that we have experts that, that, you know, interpret, you know, environmental statutes and compare to compare projects against the statutes. Uh-huh. So my, my job is more, once again, communicating the story, keep, keeping people informed. 
Um, but I am mindful to it. I, I do really want to remain compliant with um, with with all these rules as as both of, you know the mayor and be unbiased and, and our member right. of council. Yeah. And yeah, it hasn't really come up yet. I did take the decision. Um, as council, as a council member, actually, I was just serving as mayor pro tem, uh-huh. uh, to abstain from the vote on the uh, North Shore development because okay. there, that development project is going to come back before Eagle, more than likely. Uh-huh. And once again, although um, I, I know the folks with the Coastal Alliance very well, um, Dave Swan's a good friend of mine. I've known him even before I started serving uh, with the, um, you know, with the city here. I just felt it was best to, um, you know, abstain from that vote just to avoid even any appearance of conflict. You know, legal legal counsel for the city didn't see a conflict, but I thought just to err on the side of caution, it was best to, um, you know, to, to not create any unintended consequences for the alliance or even for the applicant for, for the development or for, the, for our city, of course. Sure. I think that's a great idea. Um, where, let's go back a little bit. Where, where did you grow up? Uh, I was born in Jackson. Jackson, Michigan. I was born in Jackson. Oh, yeah. I, I grew up in Lansing. Uh, went to college in Ann Arbor. I'm extremely happy uh, with yesterday's result. <laughs> um, I, I still can't get over what a great game that was. Yeah, hockey I, is a fun game. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming yesterday. No, no. Who says no. Been a million years. And apologies to some of my friends and neighbors who who, <laughs> who went to school in Columbus. But, yeah, I mean, what a game. Oh, my goodness. All right. What a game. Um, uh, and, and so, and then you, but you worked outside of the state for a while before you moved back, right? I did. I did. After I graduated from college, I, um, went down to, uh, Washington, D.C. I, I worked in Washington, D.C. Uh, that's where I got my start in journalism. Um, I also, um, like, to, like to brag to people that, um, I'm a former professional cyclist. <laughs> Oh. And what that means is I was actually a bicycle messenger in Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, figure that out, yeah. You were Uber Eats before there was an Uber Eats. Uh, yes, but before fax machines were right. actually reliable and before email, I was like delivering, you know, tubes with blueprints and, and, and envelopes. I did that for, I was interning actually on Capitol Hill. I was working part-time as an unpaid intern for actually Michigan's congressman. There was a, there was a congressman named Bob Carr in Michigan, okay. and I was an intern in, in, his, in his office, so it was an unpaid staffing position up on, up on the, the Capitol Hill. And so the, when I wasn't doing that, I was delivering packages, and I was, um, so I was a bike messenger with Central Delivery Service. Okay. Um, and, but that, that stuck with me, um, and you know, that's probably a reason why I'm a really passionate cyclist, and I'm a really a big proponent on trying to make this community a safer place for people not only to to walk and hike but also a safer place for people to to bicycle um because um i managed to get hit by cars twice you yeah. know while i was a bike messenger oh, yeah. you know fortunately i landed in the best place possible on top of my head right you know so um <laughs> that's uh, what that was it explains a lot doesn't it it doesn't i i was an early adopter of bicycle helmets back back, back back when they so, back when they sort of looked like um you know pudding bowls oh yeah, yeah you know yeah, i mean yeah. it was one of those i mean yeah, we had one when we rode our little Honda Civic trail bikes when sure. we were kids. We had one of those helmets that I, looked like a big bowl. I remember t- tourists back like in the you know late '80s would come up to me because I'd have this bright yellow like military looking helmet on uh, and like a you know a high powered radio strapped to my oh. my waist like you know on like a military belt right. and they'd be like, 
are you some kind of security person? Uh, like, I'm, I'm wearing spandex. I mean, you know, I mean, do you really think I'm involved in security in any way? I'm the fifth guy of YMCA. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I just get a kick out of Michigan had a senator named Carr. Yeah, Bob Carr. Oh, geez. Bob, yeah. Bob Carr, yeah. Um, your last two years on council, what have they been like? Um, uh, this is a first year. Have you ever served in public office before that? No, I've never served uh-huh. elected office before. Before what made you decide to run uh, when you ran for city council? Well, uh, uh, two things. Um, when when my family and I moved here, we one of the big reasons, in, in addition to the beautiful, wonderful environment and the great small town character and the great small town charm, um, the Saugatuck Public Schools are some of the best schools in our state. Absolutely. Um, you know, at the time it, they were top twenty. You know, now my daughter's elementary is a blue ribbon school, uh-huh. and so we were extremely excited about the schools. And um, at, there were two things that really sh- surprised me when I moved to Saugatuck. <laughs> the first one was waking up one July morning, the, the, the night after we had moved into our house, and, and looking out and seeing there were people parked everywhere around my house. Oh, that's right. And it was it was it was the Saturday of Venetian right? weekend. Uh, and I was like, oh wow. And the oh, hell gets packed we, with cars. Yeah. We're we get busy, and you know that just comes with the territory. That's fine. You know, right. that, that that was a that was a good surprise because you know. We love Venetian. We, we we love all the parades and, and the celebrations, and it's really, it's really fun to see the energy in town. So so we love that. But what I didn't love so much is when the Saugatuck school bond kept getting defeated. Uh-huh. And I've I mean I've been pretty open about this. You know myself and and and, and my 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 counterpart, your counterpart on city council, Lauren Stanton. We're both uh-huh. Saugatuck parents. You know we've got kids in the high school and in the element. I've got kids in the elementary school as well. Right. So. Um, it just didn't seem like a, it didn't seem right, and it seemed like a real disconnect for, 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 for our city government to not really be tightly aligned with our school district, right. because our school district really is the lifeblood of this community in many ways, it, it, the way I see it at least. You know, my daughter, hope, hopefully she'll, you don't want to come back here and settle down and raise a family, both of my daughters, um, my, my high school-aged daughter, last summer she worked two jobs during the season, here, you know, supporting the, the tourist economy. She she worked at, over at Charlie's this past summer. So, you know, she and all her peers at the school really are, you know, some of our workforce. Right. And so, I, once again, the schools are super important to me. And unfortunately, in the days and the times we live in, security is important. And, and, right. And, and, the, and finally, by getting this bond issue passed, you know, we're, we're, the kids, you know, finally have security cameras at the elementary school for the first time ever. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And, and you know, they have toilets now that don't overflow. You know, the staff, <laughs> the staff don't have to deal with that. The roof problem. isn't leaking. The Every roof isn't leaking. Yeah. And so these were critical investments in our community, yeah. not just our schools, but our community. Uh-huh. So that that's what got me. In, and if you ask Lauren, I think she'll tell you the same thing. That's what got us involved in, in city government because we want to forge closer ties to our school district. We also want to forge closer ties to our neighboring communities because we're all in this together. And, right. you know, I think if, if one of us succeeds, we all succeed. So why not work together right. know, to, it, to it build is, on that? It is Douglas Elementary. And, and investment in education is the success, you know, brings the success of any town. Um, you know, I, I hear that all the time when I'm, you know, watching things and reading things about about what I'm getting into. And uh, it always goes back to investing in education 
Absolutely. And uh, and so so well, the, the flip side of the coin is the mindset that people can have. Bathroom overflowed. Look, pal, you whittle recess and you use the outhouse when you went out to play. You know, that kind of a, <laughs> a mindset. You know, we didn't have laptops. We didn't have laps. We all stood up all day. We didn't no. have pencils. We pricked you know, ourselves in the finger and used our blood. There is that. You know, it's good enough and da 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 da. da yeah. and, but I think. From my standpoint, I look at it and like the way things have changed. Um, people work remote; they can live anywhere. So, uh, having visit, visited many metropolitan cities here in the last sixty days, it's different. Uh-huh. Okay, safety is the number one concern right. of, of virtually everybody, and so that, and especially those with children. Yes. So, if you can come to a community that's a little more close knit. Um, I think there's an appeal. Mm-hmm. Of course there is. It kind of goes to like, okay, let's get this housing going, whatever you want to call it. I call it primary housing uh-huh. because that's year-round. Um, nobody's, you know, year-round because we need kids in school, people in businesses, and families in homes. Right. And, you know, all that other discussion aside, you know, as far as tourism and seasonal and this and that, that's really where we're primed to, to make an impact. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I, I, I do have one real serious question between the communities. How does somebody get on the shovel brigade? Um, just talk to me afterwards. Okay. It's not hard. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we, shovel. Oh, he's trying I'm to get going in. to overrises and getting me a shovel. We're, he's trying to get in. We, we do have a you know a very rigorous <laughs> selection process, well. and the vetting is. Um, but um, you know, as as long as you possess or have the ability to acquire a, a holiday sweater um really the the, the uglier the better um, that's a great place to start okay. uh we, we do recommend a metal blade it makes a much better sound when you scrape it on the pavement uh-huh. than a I plastic guess, blade so all these rules that come yeah, i know i know but i'm just i'm just i just want you to have a good experience well, your first time out Jerry. you had me at sandbar well, yes, there is that part. <laughs> no, so I didn't mean so, to get off track. Oh, that's okay. No, no, no. We were talking about the schools, and you know, thank God they finally did get. Um, you know, they finally did get it passed the third third right. time around. Um, and we see lots of great uh, improvements. Uh, the Douglas Elementary. Wow, it just looks like a whole different building. It's now. amazing. M- yeah. Much needed, yeah. by the way, because like I said, there. You know, I remember seeing pictures of the teachers with buckets in their classrooms and. You know, having to pull everything up off the floor because there, mm-hmm. it's flooding, and yes. so much needed. Um, the high school as well. Um, uh, it was, uh, you know, they built it in what the late seventies, I believe. Sounds about uh, right. Um, and uh, really, no improvement since. Well, they did build the uh, uh, the uh, art room uh, a few years back. Um, expanded well, the stadi- that. The stadium. Yeah. Uh, and the stadium. Um, and uh, there was a little bit of hoopla about the stadium. Um, uh, but it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and, uh, but, uh, now what I'm asking is, did they, is the high school going to get the same kind of security now? Um, is that something that's important with this millage? Is that bringing, making sure that we've got secure schools? Both schools, you know, are, are getting better technology and better equipment in terms of around security. And I don't think I need to go into too much detail, but I mean, it was quite shocking to me as a parent that we've only got security cameras for the first time ever. Right. Ever at the, at the elementary school. Yeah, I think that's surprising. Uh, There there was a bit more security technology at the high school because it was of a newer vintage, but still Mm -hmm. I think improvements are underway there as well. And once again, it's, it's just so important. And it's, you know, it's what we talk about all the time now is keeping everybody safe. And it is, as you said, it is a small town and it's nice. I, I really like it. 
um, you know, that my daughter can walk to school if she wants to. Um, I'm really excited about what we're going to do with the Blue Star Trail because I know a lot of families that, and kids that would more than happily ride their bikes across the bridge if they felt safe doing so to uh-huh. go, go to school and, and, and just to visit our neighbors in Douglas. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm really excited about what's, what's happening with the Blue Star Trail. We should be hearing some very good news from MDOT. Very soon. I'd like to move on with that. That's been such a subject for a couple of years now. Well, I think, you know, it's really a really great way to tie the two communities together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for people to be able to move safely on foot and on by bike, um, as I said, you know, I'm a passionate cyclist, but I, I know the risks having experienced that as a, you know, as, as somebody that did it as a, for a living for a right. period of time. So, right. Yeah. Um, and that, I, that sounds like one of them. But um, about uh, what are your other upcoming priorities for the city? What what would you like to see happen in the next two years? In the next two years? Um, I mean, let, yeah, let's get the Blue Star Trail done. We're about ready to flick the switch, I think, on better bandwidth. I, I think we're all excited about uh, what AT&T is looking to do up in the dome of Mount Baldhead. Mm-hmm. Um, cellular service from that height should benefit not only Saugatuck, uh, but Douglas, Oval Beach. Be able to you know, have good connectivity to Oval Beach for the first time would be huge. So that's the telecoms piece, which I think is, is in bandwidth, which is super important. Yeah, uh, Getting the bike trail completed uh-huh. another huge priority um and then of course i think uh, garnet mentioned earlier the um short-term rental issue so right. i think i think we really need to be part of that discussion you know local control is absolutely critical N- not every community is the same saugatuck and douglas have unique you know circumstance and we really need to um to maintain that local control so that's going to be a top priority uh, right. for, for the next year Right, right. And um, uh, let's see, what else? Um, we're getting close. Um, what do you like to do for fun? What do you do in your spare time? Um, I just like to stay outdoors as much as possible. Uh-huh. Um, we're in the state park hiking with a dog all the time. Um, we like being on the water, so we, we like we like boating in the summer with, with our friends. We go out all the time to the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a big, big thing for us. I like to cycle. Uh, you know, just like to stay busy. So those are the kind of stuff we do. We're we're kind of a big outdoor family. Yeah, so. you kind of a family. What you have? How many kids do you have? I've got four. My two oldest. Oh my gosh! My two, my two oldest girls are are grown up and living in uh, Brooklyn and okay. uh, loving the New York lifestyle and uh-huh. uh, looking forward to seeing them sometime during the holiday season. They'll they'll come back and visit. And then I've, I've got one in the high school and another one in the elementary school. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, very good, very good. Uh, Scott Dean, everybody, the mayor, the Saugatuck mayor, also from Eagle. Thank you for stopping by and letting us know a little bit about what you do. I was curious. I didn't really know much about the Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy. Now I know a little bit. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And um, and thank you for listening. Um, but don't go anywhere. Get another cup of coffee or hot chocolate or, a, I don't know, a... CJ's, CJ, what are you drinking over there? Okay, coffee. Okay, I thought he was drinking Bloody Mary's, not Sherry. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Uh, we're going to finish, finish our trifecta, and now we're going to the township. We're in Douglas. We're in Saga Tuck. Now we'll be in the Saga Tuck township with the manager. Daniel DeFranco is in the house. Got a lot of questions for him, too. Going to put him in the hot seat. Daniel, welcome. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
I just like doing that after that song. It's a fun song, Jerry. I am jonesing for some Duke Ellington. Yes, I know. Oh, God, Duke Ellington. Yeah, I had that on 78. I had some of his uh, records. I don't know if anybody knows what a 78 is. Oh, yes. Sadly, I do. Um, I also want to, you know, we were talking about the uh, the winter market over there at Oxbow happening Thursday through Saturday, every Thursday through Saturday, 11 mm-hmm. to 6, there in the old library um, there on uh, Center Street in Douglas. Um, there's also uh, the Fen Valley has uh, the fifth annual Sip and Shop Artesian and Craft Market is going on on the 10th. So that'll be a, a, a Saturday following this coming Saturday on the 10th. And um, uh, it's a great way to discover unique and handmade gifts. Uh, guests are encouraged to sip on a glass of wine or cider while pursuing the local wares. Uh, Fen Valley has carefully selected 20 local vendors to offer a wide variety of items created here in West Michigan. In addition to one-of-kind gifts, they'll also be offering specials on wine and cider to make your shopping even more festive. Whether you're stocking up for gifts or for your holiday table, Fen Valley Wines will be on sale during the Sip and Shop event. They'll be offering an extra 5% off, one case or more. There is no cost for this event. Just show up. And uh, again, that's on the 10th. That's on Saturday the 10th, a week from this coming Saturday. At Fen Valley Wineyards, it, uh, Vineyards. It, in case you don't know where they're at, that's 6130 122nd Avenue out in Fenville. We're giving a lot of Fenville love today on the show, aren't we? It's not Fenville, it's Funville. It's Funville. <laughs> Jerry, uh, uh, speaking of Funville, you know, I have uh, a lot of my favorite guests that come on. Daniel has become quite one of my most fun guests, and I'm really happy to have him on. I thought he'd be perfect to complete the trifecta of city and township folks. Welcome to the show, Daniel DeFranco. Thank you, Gregory. It's great to see you, and it's great to see you, Jerry. I'm glad you're here because I've been outnumbered all morning. (laughs) 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 Now we're going to return fire. Absolutely. Uh Uh-oh. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you. You're born in New Jersey. I was born in New Jersey. Yeah, this uh-huh. is true. Yeah. yeah, born and raised. Well, actually, technically, I was born in Bristol, Tennessee, which I always forget because whenever I, you know, whenever you travel, you know, abroad, you yeah. hand them their passport. Yeah, and they, you know, they'll always ask me a question about Tennessee, and I'm like, "Why are you asking me about Tennessee?" But, oh, right. How but about I live them there vols. For- what? How about them vols? Yeah. Uh, how about yeah? Uh, what part of New Jersey? Uh, Bergen County. So it's where Frank Sinatra had his mug shot. Oh, really? So have you ever seen him with the mugshot picture? It says Bergen County. Do you know why? What did he, he had... in trouble for? Do you know why? Um, it was Frank Sinatra. You want to know why? Yeah. He was carrying on with a married woman. Oh, really? And that was a crime. At the uh, yes. 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 Yes, it was. Yes. I think it still is in some places. They just don't enforce well, it. you know. A lot of those laws out there that they don't enforce. Um, uh, um, you moved, uh, went to college in Chicago. Went to college in Chicago. And then you moved uh, to uh, New Orleans. Wait, moved to New Orleans for grad school. Wow, New Jersey, Chicago, New Orleans. Which is why I have a fabulously collective accent. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't hear any New Jersey in there. Tulane, It'll come out. Tulane and New Orleans, and where in Chicago? Lake Forest College. Okay. So just north of Chicago, so sure. like pretty preppy. That's where, um, uh-huh. yeah. It's a fancy town. A lot of John Hughes movies filmed out there. A lot of John Hughes movies filmed out there. Uh, made an appearance in The Great Gatsby. That's where Tom Buchanan bought his horses. It was in Lake Forest, Illinois. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's wow. a really beautiful town, but it's all... It almost reminds me of this. It almost reminds me of Sagatuck, except um, it's much more 
intentional. Like they drew the, you know, they made the streets curved to like create the like the illusion of an old English city. Oh yes, but like everything is not. It looks old, and it looks like it just happened that way. But nothing in Lake Forest happened that way. A lot of towns planned. did that. They uh, created these town centers that are like mm. that, and they give it that old fashioned look where the they have mixed use buildings where you've got residential along with businesses. Seems to be a trend lately uh, with uh, with towns that are that are. Do they, do they wear their collars up? A oh, lot yeah. of guys named Todd. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they pretend like they like the college students, and they totally they don't, don't like the college they students. Don't. So after you're done earning, you'd earn a PhD in philosophy. I did. Um, you eventually moved to Chicago to be with the love of your life. Now, does Dustin know that? I hope so. He's listening right now, so if he didn't know, he knows now. Oh, uh, is that what you call him? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, he went to Tulane, too? No. No, Dustin, uh, Dustin went to Utah State. Okay. He's the uh, he's the uh, uh, advertising marketing marketing um, director, director of the Grand Rapids for... Public Museum, and they just had their um, annual gala, which was really nice. He was on a couple weeks ago about that. Yeah, um, and uh, uh, you made the decision to move here at Saugatuck in 2016, quite impulsively. I thought so too, um, and they went in full force. They had chickens and, and <laughs> turkeys, and, turkeys, and and uh, they were out there feeding chickens, and you had them all named. And, mm-hmm. and I had a job out in Funville. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Funville. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, now you don't have chickens now, though, right? No, we gave them away. You know, Dawn from Root. Yeah. So we gave them to her because she's got a really nice working farm, and they, you know, they go out and free range and yeah. do their chicken thing. We had to see them one time, and they remembered us. They all oh, came really? run. Well, they remembered Dustin. Oh well, yeah. So he they ran forget. out to him and were like, "Give me some food." Yeah. <laughs> well, we funny. passed a, an ordinance in Douglas where you can have chickens. I love that. Is that is that recent? It was uh, well. I tell you what, it was within my first couple of council meetings, and I'm looking at this thinking, chickens. Okay, let Whatever them you guys have, want. Let them have chickens. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was. Uh, I can't remember the lady who's was wanting it, but after we did it, she came back in with her daughters and their chickens and the little chicks they had, and I was like, oh, see, we do good work here. I actually, it's Rana Alexander, and I went to see her chickens. Okay, and she's Is got it Rana. Yeah, it's Rana. Yeah, she's got the cutest coop too. Cause the cutest what? Cutest coop. <laughs> okay. Chicken coop. Just making sure. Okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that to your imagination. <laughs> okay. Um, um, yeah, that's fascinating. <laughs> I didn't realize it was Rana. Um, you're living in, while you were living, when you moved here to Saugatuck, you did. You kind of did a lot of hospitality. You worked at Virtue Cider, Garden Brewing. Um, and then uh, Phil's Bar and Grill, which we all loved you as the bartender there. Um, and uh, no, but you're no longer there, are you? No longer there. I will do a celebrity shift now celebrity and again. Shift, yeah. yeah. Bring, and bring who? Also. Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Except he's dangerous behind the bar. You never. He's uh, Dustin's yeah, also there. Yeah. He's also a good cook, though. Okay. Um, uh, he's always sharing his dishes online. I know during COVID, uh, he was like playing cook in the kitchen, and we'd all follow him in the kitchen. Oh, tipsy chef. We watched the he, tipsy chef. Oh, he loves he that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we that watched. Was fun. It was fun. We watched almost every single. Video the other yeah. night, yeah. <laughs> um, and then you're also a member of the Tri Community Recycling Committee. Is that correct? That is correct. We're very active. Uh huh. And you serve as commissioner on the Saugatuck Township Planning Commission. No, I had to give that up to be the oh, manager. That's right. I was just yeah. going to ask that. I yeah. had to give that up to be the manager, which was hard because I love planning commission, um, and we have a great planning commission in the township. But yeah, you have to give some things up to 
you know, have a different role. Right, right. Um, so how do you like your role? Oh, I love my role. Okay. Do you? Oh, yeah. Do you? I think I'm the, yeah, I think I'm the luckiest person in the township. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, good for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, being the manager keeps you out of the politics. It does. It gives you a little bit of protection. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get to be a little more diplomatic about things. Um, uh, one of the hot topics coming up uh, was uh, a friend of mine um, who owns Sotheby's, uh, Chad Van Horn, okay. um, had uh, uh, sat me down, I'd say about a month ago or so, and introduced me to a gentleman that he's working with to create a um, a new um, uh, a new uh, venue in town uh, called Auto Camp. And uh, it's kind of cute. Uh, they've got uh, – it's huge. a campsite where they've got, like, these little um, silver campers with the with – the, um, everyone has their own deck. Airstreams. Thank yeah, you. Sure. Um, everyone has their own decks that some might have hot tubs. And they're like, they're like campsites with a main camp uh, area, uh, like 120 sites or something like that. Um, and I know uh, he'd reached out and asked if I would uh, support – that you know, and uh, now that I'm serving on city council, I don't know if it would be right for me to support any private venture like that. Um, so I, I did step back. I do think it's kind of a neat idea, um, uh, but uh, but uh, I know that's a hot topic. It's right a now. hot topic, yeah, yeah. And it ended up we didn't even realize it, but it ended up on the front page of the commercial record. I think last week. Oh, that's Scott Sullivan. <laughs> that's Scott. Yeah. <laughs> so anytime anything ends up in the paper, we definitely get more phone calls. Oh, sure, I bet. It but, was a well-written piece, very informative. It was. And mm-hmm. uh, research AutoCamp because they are big. So, AutoCamp coming here is a lot like Safe Harbor buying Tower Marine. Right. They're two of the largest ent- entities in the hospitality recreation industry and all of a sudden we're getting global exposure yeah so and the places that they've had it they have it set up that i learned are very successful mm-hmm. um they don't allow outsiders to come in the campground you have to be staying at the campground they have quiet time at the campground which is like i think 10 o'clock or something like right. that um so it's not like it's going to be a place like a big frat college party or and see when you say campground i'm you know tent and bonfire is what comes to mind but these are places that people rent you know, on a short-term basis right. for a week or a weekend. And the camp, the, the Airstream stays, but the people come and go. Uh-huh. And they have, they all have their own little campfires. In fact, they had the special kind of wood that they use um, that they provide. I learned about that. Um, but uh, you won't really know much about it because it goes before the planning commission this Monday. Is that correct? That's correct. I'm, if you are interested in the project, we do have our planning commission packet available on the website. So you okay. can read all of their application materials. You can read um, the reports that were submitted by our zoning administrator and our township engineer. Um, but it really is up to the planning commission to evaluate the project and determine whether or not it's going to meet the criteria to move forward. So right now it's it's hard. I think if you're not in it, Jerry, you probably have a better understanding. But you know, some projects go through different approval phases. So. Right. Well, that's what I was going to ask. So planning commission, they're making a presentation of planning commission. Mm-hmm. Then is it a discussion item or will planning commission vote on it that night they could vote on it but what they would be voting on is are two separate issues one is a rezoning because part of it is in commercial part of it's in residential and there's a whole bunch of standards that they're going to review also they want variances no no variances. oh no no but a special approval use oh i see yeah 
Okay, and then what else? Special that? approval use. Okay. Which is standard. So in C1, which is where it's located, you can have a campground, but you have to go through a special approval process. So it's just um, kind of another layer of oversight. Uh-huh. Um, so they're going to be looking at whether or not they're going to grant them that, that special approval use. And then once it's through planning, does it then go to the township board for so, approval? So the zoning will go to the board for approval. Okay. But the but Auto Camp would still have to come back for their site plan review. Okay. So even okay. what we're seeing is is still we would call sure. preliminary. preliminary. So uh-huh. it might change. So that's why, you know, if you're for it or if you're against it or you just have some thoughts, you absolutely can share that with the planning commission, or you can share it directly with me and I'll share it with planning commissioners. Um, but it just gives them some insight into, you know, what the public's thinking, what they're looking for. Um, and I think that collaboration between the applicant and then the planning commission, you know, you always get a better product. So mm-hmm. a planning input component, is that of the planning commission meeting? That's the yep. public, come on out? That's all going to happen in public. So the public gets to see, it's just an amazing part of our whole democratic process. You always think of like the federal government or you right. think Lansing, but really like democracy is going to play right out before you on Monday night where you have residents who were appointed by the board openly discussing and deliberating this issue. So you get to hear what they actually think and why they're deciding the way that they're deciding. Yeah. Now, this area isn't close to a high residential area, correct? Um, Are there homes in this area uh, that might be affected? or So there, so it's a, it's a mix. I'm thinking of the parcel air that, that I'm thinking, and I don't. There's not a lot of develop house, housing developments, are there? The parcel where it's proposed uh-huh. is primarily wooded right, right now, and it's right next to Eiley Automotive. Right. Um, but I would call it, it's more like a mixed-use space. There's okay. residential and commercial. Yeah. But it's definitely like our big commercial corridor. Yeah, Blue Star has really been growing the last few years. Absolutely. Um, uh, you know, everybody from the Ivy House to, you know, so many more businesses that you've got. You know, the you've got the galleries now that are there. You've got a couple galleries. You've got Penny Royal. You've got um, so many great venues uh, that are opening up and being used now. Um, Actually, we have new um, – oh, what what? Called EV charging stations. We're going to have six new EV charging stations at, really? the, Go at the Starlight on. Motel. Where really? at the Starlight Motel? Yeah, they're putting. Oh, I feel bad. I hope I didn't. I hope I didn't steal their thunder. But it, oh, I mean, it was exciting. all them who did it. The, yeah. the owner of the Starlight. Oh, now, good. you know the amazing thing about that is the Starlight has this retro feel. Yeah. The board yeah. and the sign. And so, you know, everything's real retro. And now we have the EV stations. You'll there. be able to it's charge like your car, yeah. charge your car there at Starlight. Yeah, it'll be open to the public. Right. So you don't have to. Uh, uh, stay at the Starlight to charge your car there. Nope. As long as you as long as you park a electric car there and you plan on charging, you can go sure. there. Uh huh. Wow, that's interesting. Six mm-hmm. of them. Six uh, of them. Um, uh, also, you know, so many things I can ask you while you're on the air. Um, the passage of the parks and trails millage. Congratulations to that. Thank you. We're so excited about it. Now, what can we expect from that? Uh, you can expect a lot. We had already. Um, had in the works a master plan for our Tails and Trails Park, or sometimes we call it the dog park. Right. A lot of people don't realize that we had a 40-acre parcel that we owned adjacent to that park. And so we have a whole plan to develop running trails. Um, on those 40 acres? On those 40 acres. Oh, a wow. whole uh, uh, like, um, area where we, we um, 
I'm losing my words today. That's okay. <laughs> Where we uh, restore the natural area because it has been disturbed from – actually, we got it because uh, the state of Michigan gave it to us when they put in the highway. Okay. So it was a disturbed area. So we're mm. looking at some um, natural area restoration. Oh. Um, we're looking at some boardwalks to take you in there, an observation tower. So some of the millage money will go to developing that site, at least getting it off the ground and getting the trails in. Uh-huh. Um, also, part of the millage language was the fact that the township now can acquire property for new parks and, and acquire conservation easements for natural areas. Oh, okay. And we're in the process of applying for a coastal management grant through Eagle to put together a property acquisition program. I know a guy at Eagle. I, I saw you schmoozing <laughs> I, Scott I, Dean Yeah, when, when you walked in. So, yeah, I was wondering what that was about. Um, <laughs> we go way back, about an hour. So. And then also, um, uh, to you after. Habitat, habitat restoration at Douglas Cemetery. Oh. Are you going to restore the habitats that are underground there? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like poltergeist. Scary? No, we have all this area surrounding. And we have the township has two cemeteries. We have a really beautiful cemetery on Blue Star called Riverside. Right. And then we have a gorgeous cemetery on Wiley Road or Riverside Road yep. called the Douglas Cemetery. Oh, that's cemetery. right. That is Douglas. That's, yeah. yeah. Well, it's township, but it's called Douglas Cemetery. But it's called Douglas. And they're uh-huh. each unique in their own way, and they're each super historic. They're uh-huh. really actually beautiful to just kind of stroll through. But Douglas has all of this land surrounding it, and it's just a bunch of weeds. Yeah. Sometimes we water, sometimes we mow. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have this interesting new partnership with the Outdoor Discovery Center. And they told them about it. And they're like, you know, you could do a whole, you know, like a natural area restoration project and pollinator-friendly plants and butterfly-friendly plants. And just to clarify, he said... You know, Douglas has this bunch of land around it that's unkempt. Um, that's township. That's all township. Yeah, township property, pal. <laughs> yeah, Let's the Douglas. That. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we have Saugatuck Township and Douglas right here at the table. And you know, when you think about it, I'm like, you have the brand, we have the land. That's true. Oh, I love that. I, oh, I like that. They yeah. just keep oh, we're just they yeah, just you're just full of it today. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we can all work together and you know absolutely so yeah congratulations to that that millage uh in in the improvements coming up um uh and so that millage uh is that money will be used for your future investment in our parks in absolutely the yeah uh-huh. and we can just yeah we can do so much more i mean even with the the development of a property acquisition program. Mm-hmm. We're working with a consultant out east. Yeah. And he's done this a million times and he's fantastic. His name's Barry Lonick. Um and I mean it's like a thirty, forty thousand dollar project. And, you know, now that we have the millage, we can apply for a grant and then meet that match. So it really only costs the township maybe fifteen thousand for a forty thousand dollar project, so right. we're saving money and doing a lot more. Great, great. Um, and uh, yeah, we're all talking about broadband. Everybody's excited about broadband. Sagatuck's working on broadband. How about Douglas? I don't know about Douglas, but um, we're always working on something, my friend. Okay? <laughs> um, Nobody pays attention to us, and we like it that way. But we are. Yeah, you are. I don't know. Uh, but broadband announcement for Allegan County. What is that? Oh, it's super exciting. So. Actually, I talked about this way back, even before you started running for city council. Remember Uh I was on here and I was telling everybody to go online and fill out that survey and let them know what your internet speed is. Yeah, so you got the survey results and all that. They got the survey results and the county put together a program um, 
to see if there is a, or they put together a proposal to see if there were any um, internet providers that would pick up a contract to actually install the broadband. Uh-huh. And um, 123.net applied and they were chosen. So Allegan County is spending, I think, $17.7 million wow. investing in this contract. 123.net is investing some of their own money. They're getting federal grant money. Uh-huh. So I think in total, it's like a $70 million investment program to get broadband access to everyone in Allegan County. Wow. So I, I know I don't know too much about the city of Socotec because it sounds like there might be some broadband issues. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, in the township, it's probably – Little over fifty percent of the population have access to broadband, but a lot of the South doesn't. Really? And there's a lot of spotty areas where it's like. So oh, what are they on dial-up? Yeah, and like satellite, and <laughs> or they don't spot. have internet. No, well, I know. Right. Yeah. That, people right. aren't really aware of how much of our population does not have access to the internet. Yeah, you're Crazy. right. Yeah, yeah, we get pretty spoiled here in Saugatuck. Yeah. Um, uh, there's um. We talked about broadband internet. I want to cover everything. Um, yeah. But we're also, on top of everything else that you guys are doing, you're getting ready for a township hall renovation. Is oh, that true? Have That's you ever? True. I don't know if you've ever walked in that office there, but oh, I feel I like have. I'm walking on the set of Barney Miller. You know, you know, we, so you the know, guy from Saugatuck? Well, do you remember the show Barney Miller? The, oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Remember when you walked in on that, their office, yes. that whole scene? Yes. It's exactly what their office looks like. Right? Am I? Am I? I mean, really. It's interesting. It's pretty open, and everybody's all working like in one big room together. Yeah, I need the the historic society to come through to tell me what's valuable or not. It's like, yeah, it totally looks like 1970. So how much is the renovation? What's the budget? It's substantial. I think we're looking at like $770,000, but it's a big renovation. I mean, we need – our roof is failing. I mean, we get leaks all all the time. Oh, yeah. Like I'm kind of scared to go in tomorrow to see like what what leaked from today. But yeah, I mean it's a four thousand square foot building, so you're talking about a whole new. That's room. a lot bigger than. Wait, wait, wait! The three of us are talking about aged buildings, and we all three occupy probably three of the oldest in the community. That's true. I mean, yeah, think about it. we wrestle with the th- same thing. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Rich has to wear a raincoat sometimes yeah, over there. Right, you know, so that's. Uh, I was just curious as to what you know, because we're at that. Okay, what do we do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how much? Throwing good money after bad. What's the big plan? You know, things uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. So. Now, you share that building with the state police. Is that correct? We do. We lease the space to them. Okay. You lease that space to them. So yes. you're Okay. All right. So you guys do own the building. The we do own owns the, building, the building. So okay. we have a responsibility to the taxpayers to maintain that asset. Sure. And then kind of to Jerry's point before, like the, the spotlight is on us. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we have more developers coming through the door. Uh, more full-time residents coming through the door wanting to do building projects or questions about taxes. I mean, there is a huge demand on the services that we provide. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have someone coming in, you know, crying because they lost a loved one and trying to buy a funeral plot in the middle of a room and everyone's talking. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's not conducive to doing good business. Right. And so we're definitely looking at, I mean, part of the renovation is, um, reworking our office space to make sure that we're able to provide the services and 
um, you know, the service level that our residents deserve. Well, good, good. Right. You should have a waiting room for your residents, you know, with uh, chairs, recliners, a, a small bar, you know, big Wi-Fi. screen TVs, Wi Fi magazine. Make sure there's Wi Fi. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, real quick, um, as we're getting close, but um, wanted to find out. Um, I heard a rumor that there's a roundabout coming. Yeah, I mean, it's is not... That, is that still something that might happen or at Allegan and Blue Star? Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I think that it's quite likely that it will happen. It's going to happen. Oh, They're looking quite at likely. 2025. Okay. So it's not the township's project, but of course we're going to be intimately involved. It's a county project because it's a county road. It's a county project. It's a county road. They received a grant, uh-huh. so it's going to fund the whole thing. And I think it's it's like a $2 million project. I'm sure it's got to be a lot because it looks like they have to build up the area well, to do this. The exact opposite. So, that oh. whole, so you know when you're – which part of – Part of the reason why it's so dangerous, when you're driving mm-hmm. towards town on Old Allegan, you kind of go way up. Right. Or the opposite way. You're going away from town. Sure. You go way up. Mm-hmm. And that's all artificially built up. Right. So they're going to take it all the way down. Oh. So then you have a really great line of sight. That's okay. better. Okay. That's yeah. going to be better. And then they also have a lot of right-of-way, even though you know, it looks like right. maybe they don't. They do. Uh-huh. They own a lot of that right-of-way, so mm-hmm. it'll be much more expansive. Uh-huh. I think a priority for us is to make sure that it's pedestrian friendly because mm-hmm. we want to make sure that people can cross the road and cyclists yeah. can get around. Oh, yeah. So there's going to be a lot of conversation, but yeah, it's it looks like a reality. Wow, lots of stuff we're learning about the well, township. Before we go, you said one thing about where do you weigh in, where don't you weigh in, about auto camp. Do you? I, I learned this. I always ask, what's the public benefit to a private effort? Sure. And that's where you decide, okay, yeah. how do we weigh in on this and everything like that. So that's so be, all I have for Interesting to follow that, Auto I Camp. That in fun, Bill. Interesting to follow what you guys will be doing the next few years with your parks and as the Blue Star Corridor grows and uh, is growing exponentially. And I think it's exciting to have you here on the show to share with everybody all of the new things coming to the township and i bet you're excited to be a part of it absolutely and it's always exciting to be here with you gregory especially when jerry's here (laughs) yes i agree thank you daniel thank you for being on the show thank you everybody for listening we had garnet lewis scott dean daniel defranco we had the uh trifecta of Sagatuck douglas and the township manager next week we'll have patty meyer on and of course much more fun so you'll want to stay tuned for next week as well thanks for listening everybody thank you to it is what it is great show high five the interurban transit authority back to the fuchsia flower shop and mill pond realty have a great sunday fun day everybody come on into town hang out it's not so bad outside actually it's a little bit rainy, but just a little drizzle. Just a little drizzle. And uh, and we'll see you next week. This is Saga Tech on Sunday signing out. This is Gregory Muncy saying have a great week, everybody, here on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. You've been listening to Saga Tech on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. This morning's show has been brought to you by the Interurban. Back to the Fuchsia. Mill Pond Realty, and it is what it is. If you missed today's show or you'd like to hear it again, go to our website. You'll find the podcast at 927thevan.com and join us next Sunday morning at 7 a.m. for Saugatuck on Sunday with Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 927 The Van.